Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now our story continues. Returning to the house on 11th Street, Mrs. Ben Calvert went to the phone in the hall, sat down at the little table. She hesitated a moment as she thought of her visit to Brett Cameron's house early this morning. She'd gone by to tell Brett that she could spend some time with him this afternoon. But the failure of their plan yesterday, a plan which was to have culminated with Ben Calvert's death, had left Jesse's lover in a surly, resentful mood. They had quarreled. And finally, Brett had bluntly told her that if Jesse insisted on coming by this afternoon, she'd find him having lunch with Lily Devon. Now, at the telephone, Jesse Calvert expresses a momentary feeling of disgust. What a sordid thing her relationship with Brett had become. She knew what she should do, but she knew also that she was helpless. Jesse reached for the phone. Hello? 211, please. Hello, Ben? Listen, darling, Brett Cameron just phoned. Yes, Brett Cameron. He's asked us to have lunch with him this afternoon. No, it is house about one o'clock. Well, he hasn't a cook, but you know Brett. He's the sort that when he goes to a restaurant, he mixes his own salad dressing. I imagine that... Oh, that's right. You told me this morning you were going over to Huntsville. Oh, stupid of me to forget it. Well, I'll phone and tell him that... Oh, no, Ben, I wouldn't want to do that. Well, that's sweet of you, darling, but... Just the same, I don't think I should go without you. And at that same moment, in his cottage on the far side of the White River, Brett Cameron was also at the telephone. Hello, Lily. Yes? Did I get you out of bed? Uh-huh. Who is this? Brett Cameron. Oh, of course. <laughs> I should have recognized those cultured tones. <laughs> Guess I'm still half asleep. I'm sorry. Oh, why don't I phone you back a little later? No, no, that's all right. How are you, Brett? Remorseful. How so? Well, I've neglected you shamefully these past weeks, Lily. Oh, have you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess that was a rather presumptuous thing to say, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I rather think it was. Well, I'll rephrase it. I've missed seeing you. Why? Well, I should think that'd be obvious. Can't say that it is to me, Brett. Don't you remember the last time we saw each other? What about it? Well, it seems to me that we were beginning to get along very well. So? So, I think we should discuss the pursuit of our friendship. You know, I think it'd be a very good idea if you'd have lunch with me. I'm not at all bad as a cook, you know. You mean lunch at your house? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Brett. I'm afraid I can't. No, I'm not going to accept that. Have you another appointment? No. Well, my dear girl, why are you turning me down? Look, Brett, I think you're a very entertaining guy. But in my not-too-short and happy life, I've learned a thing or two about making classifications where men are concerned. (laughs) I imagine you have. There are the men who have the strange idea that because a gal's in show business, she should respond to every wolf call she hears. You can spot that kind a mile off. Well, you certainly don't think I belong in that classification. Mm, No, no. Then there's the group who think they're mighty charming guys. So fascinating to be with that a a gal will come a-running. Will always be ready and available. Yes, I see where you have me pegged. But you're terribly wrong, you know. The explanation for my behavior is rather embarrassing. I don't want any explanation. Well, you're going to get one, nevertheless. Because I can't stand being grouped in that mass classification of yours. <laughs> I'm much too conceited. <laughs> to be perfectly candid, Lily, I haven't been to the supper club because uh, I've been very much on my uppers. Huh? Flat broke. <laughs> Isn't that a disarming statement to make? Doesn't it make you feel a little ashamed of yourself and sorry for me? <laughs> Not particularly. <laughs> oh, come on, Lily, do me the favor. You know you're bored. What do you do with yourself all day until the supper club opens? Fix your nails, mend a costume, take a walk around the courthouse square, and perhaps a window shop at Swanson. <laughs> Something like that. Won't lunch with me be a slight improvement? Mm, yeah. Guess it will at that. Good enough. What about 12.30? Okay. I haven't a car, you know, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll even walk into town. And... Don't overdo it, chum. <laughs> really, you needn't bother, Brad. I'll take a text. Lily, I was beginning to despair. Come on in. Oh, I'm sorry to be late, Brett. But I had trouble tracking down Wakefield's one and only taxi. Well, that's to be expected. Charlie Trevor's is a notoriously independent sort of fellow. Let me take your hat and things. Oh, thanks. Oh, your place sure looks nice, Brett. What's that? How nice your place looks. You must be a very neat guy. Well, I hate to disillusion you, Lily, but I managed quite successfully to dodge anything that smacks of housework. <laughs> Today, of course, I had an incentive. So this morning, I departed from my usual practice and was a picture of industry. <laughs> that must have been quite a strain. <laughs> it was. <laughs> you really work hard at not working, don't you? Yes, I do. I don't get it. I should think you'd be bored stiff. I am. But doesn't it ever occur to you that you can... Lily, my dear, I'm tremendously flattered that you're concerned with my moral welfare, but please don't lecture me. <laughs> yeah, come to think of it, I bet women have been doing that to you all your life. <laughs> well, some attempts at reform have been made. But, uh, look at this, sit down. Oh, all right. <laughs> what? What are you thinking? You know, I had an idea you'd do this sort of thing well. What sort of thing? Oh, the cozy luncheon for two routine. Table all set, the ice in a bowl, chill cocktail glasses, even flowers. Oh, rose. I didn't know you had a garden. I haven't. Someone very kindly brought those to me. Now, how about taking advantage of those chilled cocktail glasses? Martini sound all right to you? Oh, not for me, thanks, Brett. Well, something else, then? Mm, I believe not. Oh, that's too bad. 
Well, if you don't mind, I'll... Of course not. Go right ahead. You know, Dad, I don't know why you always talk about this place as if it were a shack. You have some awfully swell things here. Well, leftovers from the Cameron's plushier days. <laughs> Money is certainly important to you, isn't it, Brett? Isn't it to everyone? Oh, sure, I guess so. But there are other things in life besides money. <laughs> don't start giving me that song and dance. I wasn't going to. You told me once that you were constitutionally made for a life of luxury and ease. <laughs> Yet I've never known a guy who was so proud of being lazy. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you don't approve of me, do you? Not particularly. What I don't get is the contradiction. What contradiction? Well, you say you hate having to live here. You don't like Wakefield, and... Yet you don't do anything about it. Because there's nothing I can do about it. It's simple, isn't it? Yeah, too simple. Somehow I don't have you figured that way. Don't tell me you're looking forward to spending your old age living right here. Living just as you are now. Hardly. But you see, I never look that far ahead. The heck you don't. <laughs> well, go on. You know, there's nothing I like better than to have someone talk about me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> No, I don't think that you'd be too content just to sit here and waste your days. Unless you figured that you didn't have to do it for very much longer. Hmm. Unless you had, well, something like a maiden aunt in the offing. Some rich old lady who was on her last leg. <laughs> I wish I had. As a matter of fact, I do have a rich uncle, but I'm afraid he's crossed me off his list a long time ago. Well, there's some reason why you're lolling around here. And in spite of Georgie Stewart, I don't think it's a woman. Oh, you don't believe Georgie's hints about my clandestine life in this little hideaway? Oh, there may be some truth to his gossip. I don't know, but what I mean to say is I don't think a woman would be the reason for your staying any place. She might be the result, but not the cause. Mm. You know, Lily, my sweet, I'm just beginning to realize that you're a very brainy girl. Don't get smart with me, Cameron. I'm not. I was being perfectly serious. I... Huh. Well, it sounded like a car. Yeah. Were you expecting someone? Mm-mm. Well, what I wanted to tell you was that... Oh, no. Remind me that I was in the midst of a very interesting observation. I want to finish it. <laughs> okay. Hello? Brett. Jesse. I hope I'm not late. Jesse walked on into the room. Automatically, Brett Cameron closed the door. Mrs. Calvert said a pleasant hello to Lily Devon, then turned smilingly to Brett. Brett Cameron was frightened, though his face didn't show it. He had invited Lily to lunch partly to irritate Jesse, partly to keep her in line. Had he overreached himself? Why had she come here? What was she going to do?